Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Timber Living Log Cabins. For your perfect workspace, living space or hideaway, timberliving.ie. I'm delighted to be joined now by the legendary singer-songwriter Judy Collins. Welcome, Judy. Oh, good morning. How are you? Oh, it's good morning here. <laughs> yeah, it's just about good afternoon here. I, I, You're at an airport somewhere, I believe. You're on the way to Ireland, are you? I am on the way to Ireland, and that was splendid to hear your discussion because I do a gratitude list, and actually I do some meditating and and uh, praying every morning, and I usually have a gratitude list. And he's right; it's just uh, magical. Yeah, of course, of course, it's it's all kind of hippie stuff, really. I guess in the sixties, you were all ahead of your time with all this kind of stuff, weren't you? People have been meditating for. <laughs> Eons, yeah. you know, before man turned to uh, crime, <laughs> we had a lot of meditation going on. So I think it's one of the things that I think it's, uh, and anyway, when I work, you know, when I'm singing, when I'm on stage, I'm very much in a hypnotic and meditative state. There's nothing like it. Yeah, I, I presume you're completely in the moment and in your flow right. when you're there on stage. That's right. You can't not be because otherwise you fall on your face and people take you away and they don't hire you anymore. <laughs> now, listen, I won't mention your age, but some people might be surprised to hear that you're still touring because I guess a lot of your peers from the the, the folk scene of the 60s and 70s have retired to farms in upstate New York and things like that, but you still keep going. Well, I love it. It's what really makes me happy and it keeps me young i'm 83 in case you wanted to know uh, i honestly i don't feel that age really means anything uh, it means you i don't know you have to go through another birthday age also means and here's, this is the bad part of aging this means that you lose friends and yeah. i have lost in the last months uh half a dozen very dear close friends oh, and that's God, a lot yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, of David course, Crosby. David Crosby, who died earlier this week, and you, you, you would have been very close to him, wouldn't you? I've been a, let's say, a, a professional friend throughout his throughout our time that I've known him since 1969, uh, when he, of course, started working in the trio and CSNN. And you know, one of the things that I feel I was very honored by was that every night that they sang, they probably sang Sweet Judy Blue Eyes, and his voice was uttering the lines about me. So what an honor that is. Absolutely. And so so that was a song that um, Stephen Stills wrote for you. Or It was kind of a birthday present, was it? It was a birthday present, exactly. He came to see me at my birthday in 1969 in May 1st. And I was there in Santa Monica, and he brought the guitar, which was a present for me, an old Martin guitar, beautiful. And then um, he sang me the song, and I said, oh, my God, that's so beautiful, but it's not going to get me back. Oh, so you had broken up with him at this point, had you? We were, we were in the process of breaking up. Okay. It I was, mean, it hadn't really been finalized, but it was happening. <laughs> yeah, it's it was an amazing scene, and we we've seen there's been a few documentaries about it in the last year. That whole Laurel Canyon scene, where so so many um, p- 
people like yourself who like have become like part of history, you were all kind of living there together in and out of each other's houses and everything. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, I didn't live there. I, I was in and out of Joni Mitchell's house, but basically it was because I was uh, visiting her for, for a photo shoot for um, Life magazine. So that was why I was there. And of course, it was very um, romantic and interesting and a little nuts. So, so it was very, but it was very special. And I, I didn't, one of the reasons that, that um, Stephen and I split up was that he didn't like therapy and he didn't like New York and I was in both. So okay, <laughs> I was okay. not about to move, I was not, a, not about, about to move to LA. I, that would be the last thing I would do even for him. <laughs> so okay. I went home to New York and that's sort of what happened. Okay, but you I know you stayed good friends down the years. Tell me oh, about Oh yes. Tell me about the day visiting Joni Mitchell then because of course that would prove to be a very significant day for, in in music history. So did you know her before that photo shoot? Well, yes, I had already recorded both sides now in 19 uh, in 1967, on an album called Wildflowers, but I found it in a strange way. Yeah, I was I was one night I was sound asleep. Well, I was actually passed out, and it was about <laughs> once it was about tw- about three o'clock in the morning, and the phone rang, and I was in New York, soundly sleeping. It was 1970, uh, 1970, 1967 pretty early in the year, in the spring, and the phone rang at three in the morning, and I was, you know, I was awake. I woke up. Uh, it was Al Cooper on the phone, and I said, are you okay? You know, it's so early. And he said, oh, yes, I'm fine. I said, why are you calling me at three in the morning? He said, I followed this girl home from the club. She was there to see Blood, Sweat, and Tears, his his group, of course, that he started, and uh, I said, oh, uh, she said to me, I'm a songwriter. And he said, she was good looking. And uh, she sa- I said, can I hear your songs? And she said, yes, why don't you come home with me? Which I did, figuring I couldn't lose that he was, that uh, she was beautiful. And if she couldn't write songs, so, <laughs> you know, nothing was lost. And he said, then I got home got to her house and she started singing me this song and I said oh my god I know Judy's recording let's call her so they called me at three in the morning and he put her on the phone and she sang me both sides now wow and do you remember what you thought of it when you heard it oh I I went crazy I said I'll be right over (laughs) (laughs) it was it was three in the morning so I didn't go over until the morning but I went over in the morning and I called Jack Holzman president of my record company and I said we have the song we need and this is it wow wow uh it's interesting I'm doing well I can talk about it now I said I'm doing a um I'm now doing an evening with orchestras called wildflowers and I'm doing the entire album wildflowers with orchestras I've done three now just now in in uh, in Sarasota and 
Daytona and uh, what was the other place? I don't remember. Anyway, all with orchestras. Fabulous. And it's a phenomenal evening. I mean, I didn't, people have, have asked me through the years, and actually it was the um, Boston Pops who called us and said, we really want to hear this. We want to do this. So we got the orchestra, the orchestrations re reconsidered re let's say and touched up a little bit but we're doing it straight through like it's on the album and and how is it now for you singing those songs that you first sang like over 50 years ago when you were a very different person is it a very moving experience oh it's incredible it's a brand new it's it's life it's a game changer as they say in yeah. the TikTok world. It really is. It really is. And it's phenomenal because the orchestras are divine and I'm, I'm re appreciating the songs the, the album has my first three songs on it. The ones that I'm started writing because Leonard Cohen told me I should really. Tell, tell and, me about, tell me about that. Well, I met him in 19, 19- 66, his old friend, Mary Martin, from who went to school with him in McGill, was working in New York in the music business, working for um, Al Grossman and also for uh, Warner Brothers. And uh, she called, she was an old friend of mine by then. And she called me and said, um, well, Leonard wants to come and play you his songs. And he came over and he played... Uh, the Stranger Song and uh, Dress Rehearsal Rag and Suzanne. And I said, oh, my God, I'm recording that tomorrow, which I did. And then we became very close and he called me and he said, you know, you've, you've made me famous. And I said, well, thank you. And he said, but I don't understand why you aren't writing songs. So I ran home and wrote my first song called Since You've Asked, which is on this album wildflowers since you've asked and sky fell and a big song of mine called albatross yes so you know i have i have since then written 60 songs i've just come out with a new a new album vinyl and and cds by the way called spellbound and it's all my own songs for the first time i've had the nerve to put out an album of everything of mine and so spellbound is also part of this Wildflower concert because I sing it at the end before I sing Send in the Clowns. So it's quite it's quite an evening. Absolutely. And listen, quite an evening and also quite a career and an and what an extraordinary life you've had. And we've only touched the surface there, but I can imagine, <laughs> Judy, the stories you have to tell. But listen, thank you so much. And you're playing at St. Patrick's Cathedral next Saturday, the 28th of January, and tickets are available at tradfesttemplebar.com. And Judy, the text coming in, there is so much warmth and love out there for you and uh, people oh, delighted good. that you're, you're still going strong. And, uh, and thank you so much. Thank you, darling. Have a great day. Shlanta. Bye. Okay, bye. Email brendan at rte.ie.